0: plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Another crazy story. Just like the others.
2: How am I
0: And welcome back everyone to Is It Me? I'm your host Michelle and we're here for the fourth episode of the series that I love with some badass women. We're here once again with Eva, Kira, Ariane. Mm-hmm. How are we feeling? Feeling good. Feeling great. Good. Part four. Part four. Mm-hmm. Part four. We've come so far. Part four. We've come so far. Come so far. We have more stuff to do later. <laughs> 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 we're going from here. Eva and I are, are producing a really cool show.
2: Yeah, but happened out of it feels like out of nowhere
0: yeah, it, well I mean you kind of came up with the idea to do this two weeks ago and then said let's do it and I was like yeah I could do that I'll be in town
2: yeah I I don't it's you know. listen all I'll say is for the people listening is that if you're ever sad and you calculate the hours that you were crying that's time unpaid and you need to create something with your pain get you money to wipe your tears (laughs) with the new
0: kleenex that you bought yeah monetize (laughs) your pain monetize
3: those tears yeah
0: so it's called uncuffed and um yeah i think you have a really good vision for what it could be and it it also what's so interesting about the whole freaking show is that two weeks ago you had the idea and then you put up a video on tiktok and you just asked the internet what they thought about it and it went so viral so viral, like in a day it just like
2: which is crazy cuz
0: i'm like shadow
2: banned forever like i get like 190 views on my videos i spent like 4 hours editing those stupid like get ready with me with a comedian You have no idea about like brushing my teeth and stuff yeah. and like and so when i i thought of it because i'm going through my own breakup right now and i i remember i was taking out like right after we we broke up and like i was dating a, a dj in the nightlife like you the last place you want to go is a club after a breakup like everything reminds me of him <laughs> the, there's girls Getta, behind the booth bro, that used to be bro, me the, the music somebody, music, reminds music
0: reminds, of it. reminds of yeah. me like yeah.
2: imagine the healing thing that you love so much you cannot listen to because you're like how is music it was it was it just felt too soon and it really did hurt. like i remember ariana and i had gone to j J-O-T and it was to, like joti joti the J-O-T. J-O-T. The dj she's a dj oh, it was like a set i thought,
0: I you, thought you, you guys were saying jay shetty wrong and i was like oh you went to jay shetty I wish. i'm
2: actually cultured that's pronounced just sh- <laughs> yeah.
1: shut sh- sh- yeah. like, it? no but it's 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 interesting because basically what she a- is like i think a lot of people after a breakup first of all your friends who like have been married for 20 years are like go get someone then get on a dating app right away then the other ones are like let's go out and then you're like yeah. i'm not in the mood to feel sexy and flirt. I'm not in the mood. Like, what am I? No. I? I just need a big fucking hug. Like, I need some good quality. Yeah. Like, not necessarily girl time, but in a way, like, just yeah, some chill time. But I don't need to be alone because then you can, like, isolate really quick and go back, you Is know? That, like, if you ever
3: want to get over a breakup, you need to watch the movie How to Be Single. Oh, my gosh. It's 2016. And you need to watch it three times in a row and you need to make to a back. chocolate cake. And then you'll be cured. That movie, the fucking it's it's the, the best. best thing ever to watch if you yeah. wanna be if you wanna be happy to be single, it's the best fucking I actually movie. haven't
0: watched it in a couple of years. I, Go you watch should. it, dude. I
3: watched it like recently. I'm not even single. I was like, I just need to get back into my independent <laughs> energy. <laughs> yeah. I just need to not be a, a fucking what's the word? I was being a simp and I was like, I just need to stop being a simp. And so yeah. I watched that movie and I was like, I'm good. For sorry? me it's
1: I, sex in the city, but what's that other movie with one um, great? Someone Great That's where, where that Lizzo song came yeah. out
3: like that like
0: Someone, uh, oh Someone Great is so sad it's it, it so breaks sad. My heart. it breaks my heart yeah.
1: it's so my eyes sad up. but I, like the first time out. I watched it I was like going through a breakup and I hated yeah. it. I couldn't stand it yeah. then I rewatched and rewatched and I was like you know what it's so real like that so in the way. real
0: yeah. Yeah. when they go oh I know that, what you're talking about dude the about. scene yeah, the yeah. scene when they're in like in the last scene and she sees him and she mouths I love you and he mouths I love you back and they're in the middle of. I was like and
2: they don't talk
0: and they don't fucking talk he's hot too He's
3: yeah,
1: so hot. Dude, <laughs> dude. I like. That I was like, like the whole time. Dude. I'm like, bitch.
0: Why are you breaking up with those dude? Yeah. he just
1: yeah, couldn't but he, do the that one actor listen. is just fucking. Yeah. Have you watched Incredible Jessica James? He's no. in it. Too. That's a really good. I wanted to show you that movie last night because it's like a very empowering. Like she just got out of a breakup and she goes. Sh- have you watched Shrinking? The new show with uh, Oh, I love Jason So the the actress in it, she's the one. Oh. So she's going through a breakup and she's super like bold <laughs> and upfront and like is like, yeah, I'm just on a date with you here because my. My ex comes here usually and I was hoping he'd see us but actually like <laughs> I don't even like you like it's like the, the kind of
2: exact energy that you're looking for after but yeah. yeah and it, yeah. it's just like it just felt super soon and I, I remember thinking to myself like man I I wish I just wish there was like another activity I could go to to make myself feel better yeah, yeah. that wasn't just like pounding music and like chuggy guys just talking to me or like spilling their drinks on me and i was like what if there was just like a kickback but for people who are either like for women mostly but now i keep getting messages from like some of our sad boy comic friends who are like can i please come and i think that's adorable and i want to they can
0: definitely come i mean i think also part of like i think when you came to me with the idea part of like how we like came up or how how he came up with the name was because also it's like, it feels like right after Halloween is kind of like cuffing season. And every year I feel like, I don't. It's not real pressure, but there is like a societal pressure. Like it's getting yeah. cold out, and like mm. you know your your mental health dips, and you're a part of you is like maybe if I just had maybe like I another get pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> I'm <laughs> just a gonna, parent. I've yeah. never understood. Like, I, pr- I already hate my life <laughs> I, and body. Might as well like. <laughs>
2: Uncoupling season for me is October. I literally I know a never lot of understood people. why like, the holiday
3: season was like couple season, other than the fact that it's cold and you want to snuggle. Because like if you're in a relationship, you have to buy so many more presents. It's oh my god!
0: But it is a time. where like you're seeing a lot of like I remember one year I was at a Christmas party and all my friends showed up with their boyfriends Mm -hmm. or partners Mm -hmm. or whatever and I just remember looking and being like this is like a nice you get to dress up you know you get to give each other gifts it's like it's for a lot of times like Christmas can be a milestone in your relationship Mm -hmm. it's your first Christmas together your first New Year's together New Year's Mm -hmm. is really like sexy and stuff and you know, and New Year's particularly because there is the kiss. The, kiss. the kiss, right? The
3: kiss yeah. of life. Yeah, <laughs> literally. I always I mean, just kiss my friends. They're gonna be around forever.
0: I, well, am, I'm I actually am certain that 90% of re- the reason why I I'm single. a stand up comic is so I can work on New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have to deal with the fucking yeah, those, parties like or the kids. Valentine's
3: kiss. Day, New Year's. Like yeah, you're you're like, like, I get to work on all, all the plans. holidays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On my
2: Valentine's Day, I went to go see How to Be Single with my friend and we ordered $60 worth of chicken nuggets.
3: It's the best. Nice. I used When I was single, I used to always watch <laughs> Fifty right. Shades of Grey, always has a screening on Valentine's Day, and we did listen. It is what it is yeah i've never but seen but i think it. it's because but i think in
0: canada specifically too, it's like it's it's like cold i don't know there's just something about the season that feels like we need to, like there's yeah, like coupling be, like, happening and it's because because like summer i think feels so free and everyone's always like like i'm gonna be single for the summer like it's yeah. hot it's like sweaty like i'm meeting people every day everyone's yeah. outside we like we're doing things we don't want to be tied down mm-hmm. and then like everyone waits till like halloween and like it up on Halloween a little and then boom, November, like spooky, spooky, spooky relationships. <laughs> spooky relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think that was part of like uncuffed was like also the feeling of like when you go through a breakup, it's like a very specific feeling. Sometimes it feels like the end of your world. Like oh. I remember like when I was going through my, my last breakup, like it actually like complete, like destroyed to the point where like, I've said this before, but, like, I was just every restaurant I was in, I was crying. Yeah. Oh, you just can't stop. I was just a bitch crying. I was crying, 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 crying. And your friends are there for you, but they're also kind of like, we're trying to have dinner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, how long are we going to do that? Like, are you going to get help? And, and or... they can
0: empathize, but they yeah. don't know. They don't feel, like, no. how you feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, like, it's nice. It's, like, a blessing when you're, like, going through a breakup with with, like, I've— me and my cousin even like got so much closer just for the fact that like at the same time we were going through something like like we were yeah. going through a sep- like, you know, like breaking up and and yeah. and you do like you do find community in that.
2: Yeah. And and it was just it it actually touched me because at first, you know, when ideas are birthed, especially like for producing, like the kickback took three years to get to where it is. And now I'm ready to take it on tour Because of you know the ending of my relationship and just feeling like it was time to grow and all that kind of stuff, but I hadn't felt that like spark with the kickback in a really long time. It was like kind of one of those things where it's like you love what you do, but over time it just it stops feeling like something that you love. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you know there's a lot of things in life that that happens to where it's like this is this is starting to feel like work. It's not bringing me that that sense of joy and community that it that it used to planning it like that connection, you know, and. I was feeling, I was in so much pain and I was like, they're just, if I was, if I was not a comedian and I was just a girl in pain and I wanted to be validated and I wanted to like do something, wouldn't it be so fun to go to like a bachelorette party, but for single people Mm -hmm. and like, they don't know who we are, right? They just see it like a woman with a mic on stage. They already think you're powerful. They already think Mm -hmm. you're like so brave and to just have someone on that stage Validate that, like, how you feel is fine, and then find the joke in it for them because it's easy for us to find the joke in our pain. We've been doing it our whole lives, that's why we do what we do. But there's people (laughs) out there that are just in pain, period. They can't see the other side, they can't see the other tunnel. Yeah, and
0: maybe they just need a night where they're like in a room with other people who feel that way so that it's not so isolating. I remember feeling like I was the only one going through. Uh, like, like it felt it, it, on it. Like at times it felt like bullet holes. Like I felt like I was like, I had bullet holes in my heart and I was like, are these ever going to close up? Or like, am I just going to feel this way forever? And like, nobody else can understand how I feel. And you want to like tell people that you want to like explain it to you. And then you tell people that you feel like you have bullet holes in your heart and they're like maybe <laughs>
2: maybe go see a
3: cardiologist go <laughs> see an
2: emt <laughs> they
1: give you this feeling Stop. like
3: <laughs> like Turning you haven't on. figured
1: something out that everybody yeah. else figured out when really it's just like we all have different <laughs> destinies and different lives, yeah. you know and we we're talking about it with a friend yesterday where we we're saying like i have so many friends been in a relationship for a long time and they'll go I could never be single. I could never deal with this as if like your life is such a nightmare. And I'm like, like the Mm -hmm. idea of starting over, why is it called starting? Like I've been a full person. I've been fully living this whole time. Like, like, so it's like, not only do you feel sad because you lost your person, you feel like I'm defeated. I'm not good enough. I'm not like, I'm not Mm -hmm. good at this relationship thing. So, So you need to be around people who are just like, no, dating is fun. It's meeting new people. Mm-hmm. It's going to a restaurant. Like when people yes. are like, what do you do when you go on a date? I'm like, don't you fucking have conversations with people sometimes? <laughs> like it's not that like yeah. you're making it out to be this thing that is so complex. And But when we talk about it, like last night we were like three single people talking about dating stories. It's so light and fun. And being able to talk about it with people who are also single is so much more relatable. Because you're not, you're not the comic relief of the conversation either, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's It can be really interesting and I think that I feel, I've i definitely felt that even like as I get older too because people are like, you know, settling down, they're finding their people, they're find, they're they're doing the work, they're finding them like themselves and they're finding great people that like compliment and then they're settling down and it's just kind of happening and also, you know, there's really real goals that people have. Like people want to have kids and like you have like, mm-hmm. you know, we're bound by that. It's that's just what it is. And so it gets as you get older, you hear that all the time like, oh, I could never like I don't know how you do it. And I'm like, bitch, I do it great. I love being single. Like, Mm. I love it. I am always my best self when I'm single. Like, when I start dating a guy, I'm always, like, the worst part. I'm anxious, weird, Mm -hmm. like, freaked out, like, high-strung, miserable.
2: I definitely agree with that, which is so weird about, like, breakups too, right? Because it's, like, so many great things happen to you immediately after you cut the cord. Yeah, And you see improvements in other areas of your life so much. And then there's this other part of you that's just, like... Yeah. How am I doing? Like when I first bro, I was calling you guys. I was an absolute mess.
0: Yeah. Because, but I think that's just like the codependency. Yeah, of course. Not you (laughs) specific. I mean, you no, not not you specifically. No, that's not wrong. No, I meant like, like, like it's okay to break down and 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 it's like you have the permission to for as long as you need. Yeah. Like, there's no timeline. But like, Ariane, I'm like,
2: okay, (laughs) ouch, (laughs) like I'm done. Yeah.
0: But whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But
1: I'm really excited about it. And I think it's Me a really too. good idea. And it's it's one thing that I do admire uh, as a creative is like a lot of creatives hold on to their ideas so tight. Like I have the best idea in the world and I won't let it go. And like I was saying in that book that I was reading was saying that your own ideas, you always like think it's the best idea in the world. So that's a little bias. And then like agents or people will be like risk averse. So they'll be like, well, I haven't seen this before. Therefore, it's not good. Mm-hmm. But then your peers and stuff can kind of confirm that. But now with social media, when you're... Like there's something really fun about um, being able to confirm an idea really quickly. Like, and, and I, I was thinking yeah. about that on my way here, how I, I, I get to have this life that I get to create in so many ways. Like I'm creating something that's only going to happen next summer, but yeah. also I get to create with my friends and mm-hmm. I get the instant connection, like create, like, let's say you have an idea for a joke. I was listening, the, the book was saying about a writer for a late night show. And she's like, I'll have an idea for a joke and then I'll tweet it. And then I'll put it on Facebook. And if it gets like 25, like then I'll put it in my script for the late night show. Like if it gets retweets. And I think that being able to not hold on so tightly to what you're trying to do and then you putting it out on social and saying, hey, is anybody interested in this? Like as people who program festivals for a living, it's like, like, the idea of, like, what do people want? And you're trying to guess, and you're
2: trying to guess, and you're like, yo, the people right there, like, ask
1: them yeah, what
0: ask them. they, they want. They want to
2: tell you. Some of the yeah. comments on the, what I'm the most excited about is, like, hearing some of these women's testimonies, because we yeah. want to kind of invite women to give their testimonies, and then, you know, we give our opinions, or, like, one of the comics is opinions because I, I think a lot of the women who are coming tonight, they just want to vent, you know? And even sometimes, like, of course you have your circle to vent to, but eventually yeah. you start having that guilt of, like, yeah, keep talking about yeah, this. Like, you're I like it's been 24 months. Like, it, it's <laughs> been two years. Like, my friends are it's like, been two years, oh, I yeah. should be over this." Yeah. but then when you're in like a new group with fresh faces and it's like a <laughs> celebration, mm-hmm. then it, it's a different it's a different perspective. And it also, I used to throw breakup parties for my friends like all the times. Except I'd bring them to Applebee's in Vermont, and then I'd make the waiters like make them a penis cake. Oh, and then come nice. out with the staff and sing like "Happy Breakup" to you, and then you'd have to blow out the candles I, on the penis. I love that. That's so, so it's funny. kind of also loosely, like, I remember doing that for my friends when they'd, like, break up with someone. I'd make them a penis cake and, like, we'd kind of the try to celebrate it.
0: hilarious because it's like, well, you lost a dick, but now you can eat this <laughs> yeah. one. You use,
2: you <laughs> now can sh- you can blow on this cock and eat it too. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. my God. <laughs> so
2: the, the idea for tonight is really just providing that space for, like, we can all just also take accountability like it's not as much of a roasting uh fuck your ex he's, yeah he's it's not, like it it's takes not two to, two to ten no, no it's like, not gonna no, be like mean girls that. where everyone one at the time
1: goes
0: and then one of them goes <laughs> on stage just like crying <laughs> you, know,
1: you don't I'm even go like, here, here.
0: <laughs> 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 You're a man. <laughs> yeah no it's not it there's i think people think like fuck your ex you know like it's no. not that at all it's no. more just like a celebration of the fact that like it's okay to be uncuffed. It's okay to be in a situation. It's okay to be yeah, at whatever.
2: Uncomfortable.
0: Mm-hmm. It's okay to be in whatever stage of relationship. It's okay to be fucking happy. Like, if you have a fucking supportive partner, great fucking job. Like, mm-hmm. take amazing. A break. Yeah, like have a great, like have at it. Like, there's no shame in any. But the point is that there's no shame in any. Yeah. No. You it's know? like being really,
1: like, I think of like how yeah. all my mom friends, they say, I wish there were fucking more moms on Instagram being real about what it feels like to be <laughs> a mom sometime because they're like, I see all these perfect, perfect situations and it's so not how I feel every day. So when they see someone yeah. actually be honest and they're like, ah, mm-hmm. oh. so just as much in a relationship as like, sometimes you're confused about a situation. Like, let me go find like, like I was saying, like a role model or someone yeah. that's like, I I I relate to their situation more. Like, that's what I need to see. So it's yeah. not, because, like, sometimes you're in a relationship, like, I don't know, it looks like all my friends, it's perfect. And me, it doesn't feel so
2: perfect. Or there's different situations. Like, you just gotta see. Yeah, I'm so excited. Ooh. I can't wait to meet the older women who are coming, actually. Me like, oh too. Exciting. I love that. Because so, I feel
3: like I've dealt with a lot of older women that are single. Like, seeing my mom start to date and my, mm. my even my nana, she mm-hmm. was she was a little sad. a still few years. It. but like what a
2: beautiful part of womanhood too. I think sometimes in our thirties and in our twenties we build these ideas of like I need to be married by thirty-five and then yeah. I'm never gonna get divorced. And I, I don't wanna be like that woman one mm-hmm. day. I don't wanna be divorced at fifty. Are you kidding? But yeah, when you did Giggle Fest. Yeah, And we did better than your therapist at Giggle Pest. And there was that woman who was stunning and single for the first time. because she like 40
0: years. In 40
2: years because she married her high school sweetheart. And she was drop dead
0: gorgeous. Stunning. Like when I tell you like queen of the MILFs. Like I would have fucked her. And the entire crowd was just
2: so happy for her. And like that feeling can heal like six months of trauma. Well, because
0: she was so, well, that was such a a magical moment. Because she was so honest about the fact that she was starting to date again and that she was for the first, she goes, the last time I was naked with someone new, I was fucking 21. Mm -hmm. And now she's like 55 and she's like, I'm nervous. You know, like I'm nervous to be naked again in front of a different human being. And Mm -hmm. it's like, wow. Like I love to see women in their 50s like for like 40s 50s 60s i love to see them like if they're getting out of stuff that doesn't like serve them anymore and they're restarting i just love to see that yeah because it's not restarting really it's just shifting into a new new chapter new chapter
1: life is so many different chapters and it keeps going and this idea of like i'm gonna lock myself up because now because i look the best i've ever have and then i'm just gonna go the rest of my life i'm gonna go to shit it's like bro. like we're in our 30s like we we've only experienced half of our life if and most of it were children you know and then and then you just basically started Mm -hmm. living and then you're like hey this is all gonna end now and and in a weird way to what we're like being in a relationship also is a dangerous where you're like am I gonna get in a relationship and completely give up on myself and stop working on myself and stop you know no it shouldn't be that way and sometimes like I see older couples where I'm like I feel like you should get a divorce or like break up for a few years so you stop taking each other for granted yeah. and then you can start yeah. cuz if you started dating tomorrow no one would want anything to do with you like you're so rude to your partner etc cetera, etc cetera, but you got so used to comfortable yeah. yeah so it's like this refresh of like no like I'm put like I'm put. so there's something about being single that makes you like stay up to date and like be with it and yeah you know. there's
0: i mean how i met your mother I had this like joke where it was like called single stamina and like mm. single people are just like the, you know they're just they're 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 moving they're like moving and grooving and yeah. they're like whatever but yeah I, I think you can have like a beautiful you can have like a beautiful chapter in your life get married and then just enter a new chapter yeah where you're not married
3: yeah there's also like when people are like single i feel like they're always like comparing themselves to people that are cuffed like they're always mm-hmm. like oh but like you know my mom's all of my mom's friends are asking me what if I'm gonna wh- who my boyfriend is and if I'm single like, it's always the older generation yeah meanwhile they're literally in the worst relationships I've ever seen in my life like <laughs> my dad's yeah, I'm like, friends I'm scared for their marriages <laughs> like what? it's crazy yeah. like it's always it's like it's always like these like this, like, dynamic where, like, the husband is, like, like I was saying before, like, the child, and then the the mom is, like, mothering not only her children, but her husband, and, like, nagging, and the husband shits on the wife, and the wife shits on the husband, and it's just all this, like, terrible, like, toxicity, but they won't get divorced because they have a family, and it's, like, bro, if you're single, you have a clean fucking slate. You can date whoever you want. Yeah. You can date the best person you meet. You can date nobody. You can, like, You don't have to be tied down by someone who doesn't treat you well, which is like a blessing. But
0: I think we branded for so long and it's like, even now it continues, but it's like, oh, like that, that, that image that you just painted is like, well, that's just marriage. (laughs) Marriage, right? Once you have
3: a kid, it all falls. Like, fuck that. I'm going to be hot whether I have a kid or not, Yeah, yeah. For life. Yeah. You better, if you don't think I'm hot hot for life, you're not for me. Like, if you don't think I'm hot when I'm 75, bitch. Yeah. Sit down.
0: Yeah, they, there's like a but there is like a well, because I think in a long term relationship, though, I guess it becomes difficult. I mean, I don't know. I've never been in a relationship past three years. I have like a three year expiration. I've never
3: been in a relationship past a year and a half. So I have zero. Yeah. no, no But I think, years is but I think at like five and <laughs> no seven and
0: ten and then like yeah. eventually and then like eventually like 40, whatever. Like it's interesting. Like how do you keep that fresh, I guess? That's like my, one of my biggest fears Like, well, is that like, I just get bored of people.
3: That's what, that's one of my biggest fears too. That was one of my commitment fears was that I get like, I'm not even like bored of people, but I just like, yeah, kind of, I just kind of get like, I'm like, okay, this isn't stimulating me anymore. And it's not yeah. even like a sexual thing or like, I never like would cheat. I never like go look for it elsewhere. I just am kind of like, Oh, like I'm. Kind of unhappy now. Like I guess I'll just. Complacent. I guess we should break up. Like you know, you just like just get, get
0: complacent sometimes. I've I have in the, my past relationships, but, that, but then complacent.
3: I like. I feel like there are. I have like I've seen a few like older couples, or that are like still so in love, and it's so like in love it's so really nice. like it's obviously like. It's it's possible. You just have to really like really really love the person you're with, and not. I mean, it depends on intentional. I think. it depends if you're like I really want to have kids by thirty. Maybe you're not going to be doing that with the love, love, love of your life because it's a timeline. But I don't personally have any timelines. So for me, I'm like I'm not going to do that thing anymore where I just like date someone because it's comfortable and fun. I'm going to date someone who I like really really love. Yeah. And then if it, that it stops, like then it doesn't serve me anymore. But I think when you, like, really, really love someone, I imagine it would stay like that forever. I hope. I don't know. I think you have to work at it. I don't yeah. think it,
0: I. don't think it just magically stays. I don't think there's, like, a, a love that's, like, so strong that it, like, takes you into 70 years. I think you have to no. be really intentional. It's and, always
2: going to take a lot of Because also, you're going through so
0: many things. Yeah. Like, I think about that all the time. Like, in our 30s, like, I'm, like, ready. I, I'm excited to be 30. Like, can't wait to be 30. But I'm also, like... Thirties is when real shit is gonna start really hitting the fan. We had a taste of it in our twenties, but it's like that's kind of like knock on when again, but like people's parents start dying. Like things change like thirties and forties, fifties, like you think you go through things with people and you change as a result of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like it so you have to be able to change together and sometimes okay. you don't change together. I feel like in my thirties, I'm gonna have a lot of lawsuits. Lawsuits? <laughs> what? I
3: don't know. I just feel like that's something in that like years?
0: adults deal with. Like, you know what I mean? They're no, like, man. they're always I'm like, 30 there's I, lawsuits. No one, no gonna one wants to sue me. Some
3: companies, or what? And I'm gonna be
0: going up to bat. <laughs> She's gonna be
3: putting her finger in a Wendy's chili and moving yeah. back the 2000s. No, but I feel like I don't know in
0: entertainment. I feel like people are always having lawsuits, or people are successful are always having lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm you hoping just, I'll be successful. Yeah, like, I don't I, know. I, I, but, I wish that for you. Yeah, <laughs>
3: like I want nothing more for you. Yeah, <laughs> manifesting a lawsuit for you to yeah. uh,
0: honestly, th- no, I wouldn't. I don't think I would ever get hit with some libel lawsuits. But I do know some people who would might throw them at me.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm such a delusional person. Like genuinely, I think that's that's like I'm just so fucking delusional about everything. And I and that's why I like when like a relationship isn't like serving me anymore, I'm like, "Oh, I'll just break up cuz like I want to be happy all the time." And then in my mind, so I'm good. like, "If I'm in love, like I'll be in love forever, and it'll be amazing forever." And then I'm like, and then it's like that's so not realistic.
0: Do you have a fear of things ending? Do you guys have a fear of things ending? Yes. Like any like any That's the way I realized recently that this is something that I have. So I'm wondering if we don't like change. We don't like abrupt change. Uh, I like change. But
2: I like change. Our
0: resilience with it. I think we're like motivated by change. I don't like
2: brute change. I don't like like I don't like sudden. I don't like sudden Mm.
0: change. Like I realize I don't like to watch movies. And that's A D D.
3: Yeah, that's deep. No, no, no. <laughs> not because
0: that's not because different. I don't because they end too quickly. So I'm like, I'm always trying to watch TV because usually it's like a series. So it's like it's I could it, say oh, like when going. I really like a show. It's
1: funny you say I'm the jump off the cliff girl because it's paid me so much. Like every time yeah. I'm like, Okay. I've, I've been doing this thing. I want to see what else is out there. Like, yeah. let me just do yeah, that. Yeah, once I'm you start like doing that, that.
3: Like,
0: I'm like that too.
1: Like I'm like
3: afraid of permanence. So I might be the, op- I, think I think I like I'm, when things
1: end. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm more like, this has served me in the past. And every time I've done that, like I've up-leveled my life like big time. If I'm like, yeah. oh, I've been with the same high school people forever. They're all going to the same school. Let me go do the thing that's the exact opposite yeah. of that. Let me go do the other thing. Let
0: yeah. me light everything on fire. I have that too, definitely. But I think... Yeah, Definitely I guess like I don't like, like
3: high school ending. Like that was sad, you know?
0: Yeah. But I, think it was I was like
3: ready really for happy. high school to
0: end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm also ready, like I'm in school now, I'm ready for my last year, yeah. I'm ready for that to end. I'm just a very sensitive. But, relationship, person. is but relationship is, is really different. Relationship is different. There's always
1: yeah. a I know deep down, like I would never like if I think of my exes from like I'm like I'm not like, oh, I missed my boyfriend from high school. That no. Like no. absolutely not. Either. Um But <laughs> there is the fear of like What if this was it, you know, and then Mm -hmm. nothing. But then again, that's the mentality of like when I speak to women who are like starting over as if you so don't believe in yourself that you believe that the path your life is going to go is going to be bad. Like, why would that happen? But in that instant, like, yeah, you're holding on to the comfort and the yeah, that's not a good feeling. When something
3: feels really good then I have the fear yes, of it. I'm and like, being, like addicted I to have, it. I have like I sometimes like this is like I hope he doesn't listen to this but sometimes like I listen to like there's like certain sad songs or like me- like, mel- like melancholy songs that yeah. I that remind me of, of of my boyfriend. And sometimes I listen to them and I picture a world in which we don't end up together and it makes me so sad like it like you do ruins that ruins me you do that I to yourself that. I do that to myself
2: all by myself I'm literally
3: like I'm like driving and I'm just listening to sad music and I'm like picturing like 40 years from now like
0: like not being like together. not being together no, see I'm the opposite like I'm just like oh my god if that happens I'm gonna be so wrecked
3: that's it makes me so sad it makes like, me anxious I, I don't want that to happen like i'm like thinking about this as in like that's a dystopia like that's like i'm like so mm. afraid of that happening like it's it, like it worst makes case. Me sad yeah yeah i'm not like picturing it as like an idealized like i'm not like i hope you don't know no, like, no it's like no, when no, you no. picture no. yourself like,
2: crashing your car sometimes it's like <laughs> is it's me? that
3: it's like it's like or it's like when that you picture you. like this is like obviously knock on wood scary shit but it's when you picture like you know one of your parents dying like it's like you oh, put yourself yeah in that mental state because you're like I don't know, you're fucked up and doing some sadist shit to yourself, but like I do that sometimes. I like picture like, like
0: that's like prepping. It's like that's like that's, um like worst case scenario well, for prepping. Me, it that's helps me really like interesting. It helps
3: me like contextualize how much I like love him cuz it's like I've always been like so, i am like so happy with the idea of like having my own career, having my own future and like, you know, um, move to New York and become a comic or write on a late night show or all these things excited me so much more than any relationship I've ever been in. Mm -hmm. And now I like picture this like world in which I end up doing that. And he ends up going and getting married to someone else and settling Mm -hmm. down. And I have this crazy fast life and I end up being a comedian who's famous. And then 40 years later, I'm like unfulfilled because I lost him. Like, it's so weird. I've never never done that before. Like, I I love that. That's a great movie. Yeah,
1: but it's, it's... it's funny in a way because it's almost like you have this specific story in your head and that's what allows you to know if you care about this guy or not. Because if you're like, <laughs> if, if you're like, then and I live my life and he's not there. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. I don't like him. Like yeah. That was my my Sherbrooke <laughs> yeah. thing was like, and then yeah. I'm living my life and he's disappeared and nobody cares. <laughs> Dude, that, I always do that. Yeah. I, always, I always
3: rationalize shit in my head. I'm like, I picture, I'm like, okay, if he broke up with me today, how long would it take me to get over him? And if it's like a week, then I'm like, that's like my normal. I'm like, okay, yeah. a week is like, I'd be good. If you're like but with him, I'm like literally week. 40 years, bro. Like 40
0: I have never. I don't think I've gotten over a burrito in a week. What? I, oh no! So what it what takes I me so like, long to get over people. Sometimes it takes, I get over
2: them while I'm in the relationship. <laughs> get over what? Get over them while I'm in the relationship. Yeah, that's all. That's,
0: that's also, the hard That's, a, shit. that's, a, that's a actually a pretty good tactic.
3: <laughs> as long as you don't like turn it into some like cheating situation, then it's good. Or like yeah. a comedy show. I mean, <laughs> uh, are you like
1: that? Okay, so are you like that about work? So I was talking to a friend the other. He's like, "What's the worst thing that could happen?" Like, take health out of it, you know? And then you have to start over. And then I was like, well, I would become a dog walker. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I hope the worst happens. (laughs) That's your worst case? Jennifer Lopez monster in My worst case is that I lose my voice.
0: (laughs) Like, (laughs) I lose my voice and I just can't do stand-up ever again. No, but that's what I'm saying. If something
1: happens and and you had to start over, you're... Your your career, like, there's something, I guess, because I've, I I've been canceled. an entrepreneur, like, so I'm always like, Oh, well, like, I can, can think of another new thing that I'm going to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The cancel
0: thing would be. I do have a fear of being canceled, but I do think yeah. it's, I think it's coming. So if you get canceled, what, <laughs> I do you, what are you doing? Then, what I think it's coming doing I gets canceled. Like, you get canceled, oh, yeah, then what do you now. do? I uh, think I would just, I think now? I would just, um, I would just ignore it. Yeah. I mean. It is a big. It is like an acute fear I have. Not that I haven't. Well, now I'm like putting this on the internet.
3: But like, like cancel, but like it, it is. Help.
0: But n- no. But like, I mean, I I do like. I was talking to my coworker about well. it. Like my friend also. He's like, uh, my friend Adrian is very scared of it as well. And and we talk. We were like talking about it in our group chat. And I just like, I don't know. I just think it's like. I just look at all. The, I just look at all the people that I am. You know, like, that are on the course. Like, comedians get canceled constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's kind of, no, of what course. it is. You it's know a I mean? fear. Of course. Yeah, yeah.
3: You could be a baker, though.
0: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, I wonder
0: if, what else would bring me happiness uh, would, other than stand-up. This is Baking something that I have to mine. work on. I don't have any other hobbies except for stand-up. Food truck.
3: But that's good because then you're driven and you're in one lane. But it's not good because it's like
0: it feels one-dimensional.
3: Yeah. But you do have other interests. You. I like. I feel like you have more things that you're good at, and instead of stand up, yeah, but
0: they're all related to stand up.
3: Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> that's <your life laughs> if, if you get canceled, you can still write. You just can't be famous. Like that's fine.
0: I don't really want to be famous, yeah. but uh, but no, I I think it would be fine. Like people have done so many bad things and come back. Yeah, Luis. Yeah. I mean say the name. Louise Luisa.
3: Yeah, uh, he still sells out the Madison square garden, so they also yeah, really nothing to be worried about. No, that's fine. And there's a
0: strategy. I think there's different strategies to take it, and I think I just I just know it would really like hurt my feelings. That's really what I'm scared well, yeah, of. Yeah, but
1: yeah no, and also the idea that like, you might have hurt other people's feelings yeah. with something and then that wasn't intentional and then it like haunts you like that's not a good feeling
0: no but it happens yeah it's kind of part of it that's I'm, the yeah. biggest thing that i think this career makes me scared of is that it feels like it's hurting. part of it to hurt
1: people's feelings it's, yeah. well hurting
0: people's feelings offending people and then yeah. also like being held like accountable to the social media mob i'm mm-hmm. very scared mm-hmm. my biggest fear isn't
2: getting canceled my biggest fear well i guess it kind of goes hand- hand. my biggest fear is accidentally having parallel thinking with another comic and and like being told like you stole a joke, like I'm so scared of being, being accused a, a joke stealer. A joke is stealer is, bad, is for yeah. me like I'd rather get mm-hmm. canceled for punching someone in the face yeah. than be called a joke. Honestly, stealer.
3: Honestly, at this point, there's only so many like unique ideas. Like yeah. if you do get accused of joke stealing, a hopefully your joke's written different and you can be like, sorry, oopsie, we had the same idea, and then b move on, write a new joke. Like I wouldn't take it too. Oh no! Too well, hard. it
2: happened with Samson? And... Yeah. I, I tell a joke, but it's like a real life story. It's my, Mm -hmm. it's my, it's my truth. Like I, I was called Lilo as a child Mm -hmm. my entire life. Mm -hmm. I have a picture from 2009 on my Facebook of me being like Lilo be like, and I got long black hair. Mm -hmm. And that was like my nickname as a kid. And so I tell a story about how my sister was so beautiful. She looked like Jessica Alba, Jessica Simpson. And I looked like Lilo and Stitch. Mm -hmm. I had no idea or remembered Samson's set. That he has, like, a, a he has joke. A, of, he has the exact same joke. He has a joke about, like, someone being so ugly they look like Lilo, Lilo and Stitch. Stitch. Yeah.
0: Oh. Both Lilo and
2: I got and a message, Stitch. and I was like, dude, I'm, I swear. He's like, no, you've heard my set. You know my set. And I'm like, I don't know my own set. Like, I, I can true. barely remember my own fucking stories let <laughs> yeah. alone anyone else's. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you have guys, you heard you my set? But also, that. I'm
3: sorry. like no, we squashed squash that, that. Quick, super quick because it was like, yeah. I didn't it and
2: I was like, but yeah. that
0: fear. It's a like, scary feeling. The initial yeah. feeling. It is a scary feeling to get called like, out, yeah. And it, I, also it's happened to me where someone like sent me a comic doing one of my jokes and I was like, Ooh, Dude, sometimes, ooh, that's bad. sometimes, it,
3: like, people, But then it happens, and yeah.
0: I, I don't, you're not going to hold someone accountable to that. If they made a mistake, if they really went out of their way to, like, steal it and it's the same fucking thing, okay, great, but that's, I mean, really, it's it's pretty, it's a compliment. Yeah. And you'll write more jokes.
3: Sometimes people send, like, like not, this isn't, like, an often thing, but, like, once or twice someone sent me, like, a reel of, like, a famous comic that has, like, a similar premise to me, and I'm always, like, oh, my God. I did that, like, yeah, like, because yeah. I like wrote, because obviously I didn't fucking steal their joke. That I didn't even know they had no. that joke. Yeah. But it's like when you write a joke similar to someone that yeah. you idolize, you're like, holy fuck, like, we yeah, on like our, we're on the like, same that's wavelength. Like that's so are we sick. connected? That's so cool. And then yeah, the stealing joke thing is kind of like you know, you it's really obvious to tell when someone's like just then when someone's just t- had the same topic of thought in their head and then they write yeah. a joke. Like it's the verbatim shit that gets like. I so, think joke
0: stealing really like uh, like the 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 one that or the jokes have been, like, egregious. I don't even know why I tried to say that word. but it had, <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, it, the the ones that have been really bad, it seems like they're stealing full sets. The premise, yeah.
1: like, the
3: entire yeah. premise. Full, because, like, verbatim. Yeah. Verba- or there's like, a lot of,
1: like, meme humor now. Like, I'll see, like, yeah. especially in the new comics, I see a lot of, like, okay, we all have the internet. We've all read this. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're just saying yeah. out loud memes. Like, in a lot of, like, the bitches and the stuff like that. And you're just kind of, like... Oh, okay. Like, but then that's going to be, and we're all looking at the same thing over and over and over again. So you're mm-hmm. kind of going to have, but like you said, if you're stealing the entire premise of the story of something that happened to someone mm-hmm. and like, I've seen those and it's like, like, hasn't happened to me, but it happens to comics that I know. And like, I, you don't even know how, what advice to give them. Like, what yeah. do you do in that kind of well, situation? It you know? happened
0: to me literally this year. Okay. Right before, right before my new faces set, some, someone sent me a clip and it was like my joke like, our jokes were very similar, mm-hmm. um, my sobriety joke. And, like, the one of the, like, punchlines was, like, almost exactly the same except for, like, it was told in a different way, but it was, like, structured the same way. And he sent me a video of it, and this guy had put it up on social. But this was, like, a day before my no. face was set. Like, I'm not – I can't change my – I'm no. not changing my set. No. Like, that's not – gonna happen and so he sent it to me and he was like this guy put it up and you know and he was like uh i, I don't know he was just like a, he was just like an open mic comic but he had he got a lot of views on it like he just like he's like one of those guys he just like puts up all his jokes on on social so it's been up for a while so i was like i didn't know what to do i was panicking i was like i walked out of mcgibbons and ali and mo were sitting like two comics were sitting and i went up to them and like they're both incredible comics and like also just You know, Mo was doing new faces with me. And I just was like, what do I do, you guys? Like, do what do I do? Like, because I was going Mm -hmm. to them. I was their senior conference. I'm like, what do I do? Do I not do the joke? It's online. It's not the same. Like, it's really not the same. This joke is about my life, very similar to you. Like, it's about my life specifically. And they were both like, do it. It's like, it's Mm -hmm. your shit. I think it comes down to like your own truth as well. Like, if you know intrinsically that you came up with that shit, it's your life. Mm -hmm. It's based on your stuff like, you get, like, then do it, you know? And, I mean, I just outed myself, so maybe someone's gonna go, find, I, I don't no, know. but it's no, like, crazy, I the, the guilt no, okay. that you, like, I don't know if you, but you I, feel sorry, guilt I, because I, you want to be original.
1: Yeah, yeah but you yeah, feel guilt because you're feeling. like, did I steal it? Like, sometimes you gaslight, yeah. like, like, I've, I've dated this guy that was like extremely jealous, okay? Extremely jealous. And if I like post, and I've like worked out my whole life. If I posted a picture of working out, who are you working out for? Like, it was like constant. And there was this one time specifically where. You? I was. I was <laughs> I've never seen you
0: work
2: out.
1: In you? The
0: entirety of now. You don't. I, work no, out. But, no, but he was asking, like, who are you working out for? And – when like like in an him, aggressive... But like, it have been him? Yeah, but he was he, he's you. like, I don't care.
1: like he, And, and oh, the kind of you were saying before, like that gotcha. makes you dress yeah. dress up so mm-hmm. that like, he's like, he makes you feel almost like, you, there's a reason why you're single. It's because yeah. you're not a good girlfriend. And if you yeah. adapt, then then you're going to be better. And I guess I was in a really weird place where I was like, you know, such an, I had a very successful business and everything and I wanted partnership, you know? But there's this one specific time where I was like, oh, after work, He's like you drive comes to my house right after work and I'm like yeah and and I guess it like he calculated that it would take 17 minutes and it took 22 and and when I arrived oh I God. swear he he was so intensely like harassing me as like where did you go where did you stop that i swear in my head i was like did i stop somewhere like i started going mm. crazy of like you were like 5 minutes late am i lying late? to him like sometimes i'll tell little white lies or and random I'm like, shit is this real yeah but then <laughs> I, I i swear i was like he got me into that point where i like start questioning so i feel like with that stuff it's like a weird like you said the parallel thought versus i'm watching content all the time versus i'm at watching stand up all the time like like You'll, you'll have an idea, and you're like, "Did I have this idea? Did I yeah. dream this? Did yeah. it happen? Did I lift or did it? I read it?" Yeah. And, yeah. and then you're, you're like, "That's that's a big fear." Like, like not even yeah. do, it's one thing to fully do it on purpose and be like, "Oh my god!" Like that's whatever. Yeah. But mm-hmm. of actually doing it by mistake and then
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think people are like very picky and choosy about like when they come. Like I don't know this joke, like joke thieving. I don't know. Like I kind of think that we're all kind of going a little crazy with it. Like Mm -hmm. obviously if you steal someone's like word for word bit, like that says more about you than really anyone. And that sucks for the other person. It does suck when it happens for sure. But like for the most part, I feel like I don't feel like people are like intentionally trying to do that. And also like, like you said, there's only so many original ideas. Everything's been done. The whole point is that you do it in your style. Yeah, Like the whole point is that you're supposed to take a concept that's been done to death and, Refresh it because it's yours and it like and it, you know, because like, there's only so many promises in, mm-hmm. in yeah. the world.
3: I feel like I have a humor that ends up being similar to like people doing monologue, like sort of like to face to video things on TikTok where they have like a and they think of like a funny thing. That, like, yeah. I always like re- like I had a joke like fucking like a year ago, maybe even two years ago about like um the phonetic alphabet and when you like call a place and you just spell things yeah. over the phone and you say it's k like whatever and then you're supposed to use the phonetic alphabet but i would like make up like i'd i like freeze on the spot and i'd be like Same. you know like it's 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 like uh, what did i say i was like it's p like psychic or whatever and yeah I was, like, p- like psychic like, was the best or, like, one p- was or, the yeah, best like, or i'd be or i'd start quoting movies like i'd be like, yeah. like it's like w like wingardium leviosa like you <laughs> know, like, i yeah, just yeah, was like yeah. i don't know <laughs> what to tell you and so i did that bit and i like loved it but then i went on tiktok and then i was like scrolling through tiktok and then a girl on tiktok was like oh my god guys the other day i was like using the phonetic alphabet and i like froze up and instead i said like it's c like chicken noodle or something and then all the comments were people riffing on it and being like oh my god one time i heard someone say like l like something whatever, and then i was like fuck i can't do this joke anymore because now it's like a tiktok meme so now yeah. I have lost it. So then I stopped doing it. I haven't done no, it. I since. think you should so do it. See, I, I but really I know. still think you should do it because yeah. I think
0: what it taps into is it's a universal experience that yeah. everyone's had to give a phonetic alphabet yeah. and like struggled with it, yeah. and that's what makes like an amazing yeah. joke. If anything, it's mm-hmm. This isn't
1: stand like, up perfect. going. Oh, is it me? And then people yeah. go, No, like I fucking buy. Yeah. like yeah. It was funny because I was at Mo in, in New York, and we're like in Central Park, and thinking of SNL skits, like, mm-hmm. and then we're like going off, like this girl, you know, like telling the story, we're lying, laughing. So so much at our ideas you know yeah and then he goes you know sometimes they steal ideas and i go i fucking hope they do i want to <laughs> see this kid like, I'm like <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. seeing the thing come to life and then either you could be like super upset about it or being like oh sick i've been wanting to see this yeah, like i yeah. i saw it in my yeah. head And I want to see it come to life. It's also a
0: remix culture, though. Like, it's a bit hard. It's totally hard, too, because, like, all of TikTok is people taking the same idea, the same trend, the same stuff, like, and remixing it and doing it in their way. So in stand-up, that's, I don't know, like, it's it's, it's very interesting to, like, balance those two things out, Mm -hmm. especially since, like, comedies, there's so much comedy on TikTok that is just... This is a universal inside joke for everybody, yeah, right. And like the same thing with memes. Memes started out as like universal inside jokes mm-hmm. for everybody to share. Like yeah. we're all in on the joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it it. I don't know. I think I think I think about this a lot. I think stand up's really changing, mm-hmm. and like that because there's so many like people in the game. There's, like, different – I think there's just going to be – it's just going to look different.
3: Mm -hmm. Well, it's also, like – it's, like, I feel like when I was first writing the joke, I was, like, obviously just starting stand-up. And so just the nugget of the idea was enough for a bit. For me, like, I was, like, oh, I'll just say those examples. And then that's what the joke was. And then that was just, like, what the TikTok ended up being. But now, like, having that be the relatable part, turning that idea into, like, a bigger thing or, like, a bigger, like, remark or, like – like yeah. sort of like making something into it is what would make it into a good joke. So I just need to like, well, I kind of already have it there. I just kind of bailed on the, doing the joke because of the TikTok. But if I do it again, I would do it. Then I would do the closer, but yeah.
1: But yeah. also the art of stand up has really, really expanded into expanded. what is stand up, What is your goal with standup? Like I listened yeah. to Hannah Burner talk about, I don't know if I want to make a special. Like I like the way I'm doing comedy now, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. that, that, what, where do you want to go with stand-up? Like before, before, yeah. like when I was watching a comedy store documentary, it was like, you do stand-up so that you'll get noticed, so you'll be given a TV show that yeah. then you end up doing for <laughs> yeah. years, like Tim Allen, you end up being a, a home improvement dad. Meanwhile, yeah. you hate kids and that you would just wanted to do stand-up. Like that yeah. But now people get to do just stand-up. They for for their entire on, career, they but they just also, get to go on tour and do stand up <laughs> yeah. forever. Yeah, it's and, amazing. and for a long time, stand up had a very specific audience. Like, I want to be shocked. I want this. This is it. Like, I know what I'm craving. This is what I want. Then you slowly had like the Chelsea Handlers, who are like a different kind of vibe of pop culture stand up. Yeah. Now you have, but now you have like these people like Matt Reif, like Morgan Jay, like Hannah Burner, who are introducing all these new people. Would not have gone to a stand up show to now a new kind of wave yeah, of stand up. Tapping
0: into an, like, an yeah. audience of people that normally wouldn't even know if they even liked stand up yeah, comedy. Yeah, they wouldn't, go to, a, did that too they wouldn't well, go to a sticky
1: back. bar and be yeah. yelled at. Like a lot of people are like, I have no interest in this. But now also, stand up has evolved. So you'll be on a multi comic show and you'll have such a different energy, yeah. and mm-hmm. then the comics of like, the audience tonight, or the, and you're like, no, oh, it's just people, at the end of the day, so mm-hmm. how do you make any audience relate to what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
3: I love that. I like, think, like, so many, like, OG comics, like, shit on the new generation, because they're like, oh, like, it's not, like, the way it was. Like, if they didn't, like, come up through the clubs, and, like, the audience is a bunch of girls, and whatever, and it's like, okay, sure, but, like, it, it, if you want stand-up to last, and, like, Be like sustainable as an art form. It has to appeal to more generations than just like the thirty year old sticky people. Like it just like needs to be different. It needs to go there. Yeah. So like, if you really love stand up, you got to love the fucking Gen Z. And it's
0: yeah, and it's and it went through so many like, I mean like when like like if you even look at like Steve Martin or like even the evolution of SNL, like what was funny in the seventies, like what fun is funny changes constantly. Mm. Right. And so like, it's like, we always have to be adapting. And I also think we're opening it up. Like it is, I mean, it's still male dominated, but I think sometimes when I talk to, um, men about this, they're like, well, no, stand up is this. And like, this is what it's supposed to be. And if it's not this, then it's not really stand up. And I think that's interesting because I'm like, maybe like you could be right, but also like this is stand up in your definition. This is stand up defined by men, for the most part straight men. This is the this this is this is an art that you defined, you create like you know what I mean? That was dominated by you guys, for you guys, by you guys. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I get that you you're holding on to it and of course, there's in every art and every like art, there's like traditionalists and then there's like modernists and there's all these kinds of like things. And but I don't think that there's one single definition. Of what stand up is, and I think also as women start to infiltrate it, infiltrate, we're coming. Um, it it changed. It it's more flexible. Like the way that w- things that women find funny or like the way that women communicate is very different than the way that men communicate. It's the same thing with like, I would say even like the queer scene, sometimes the queer scene, it doesn't always like people don't always get it Mm -hmm. with like what's happening. But then it's like, then when you do, you're like, Oh my God. Or like, but maybe they're connecting with their audience in that Mm -hmm. way. I think like Hannah Burner talks about that too, of like building her own audience. And then all those people come to the stand or all those people come to like the comedy clubs. And then everybody else is like, well like oh god okay Hannah you brought like your audience like your 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 girlies yeah. and it's like are are they going to like our stuff and it's like well maybe not because maybe they like her definition of stand up like i mean she's a great stand up like yeah. across the board but i'm just saying you know what i mean like it's changing it's evolving and i think yeah. that's okay mm-hmm. because it just means more people are going to come to the club
3: Yeah bro who cares bro more, more
0: people are coming to the show Girls, more people are I've been dealing with that with issue it.
2: since i started comedy in Montreal i got bullied for being a bringer yeah, It's stupid.
3: And then now people won't even book you if you don't bring people. So. And now people <laughs> won't even book
2: you if you run a show. So.
1: Yeah. But do yeah. you find the, because talk about the audience, like when stand-up was a very specific thing, thing sorry, it would attract a very specific audience that's yeah. like, this is a comedy fan. That's what he looks yeah. like. This is how he dressed. No, no, no. Yeah. Now it's a lot more broad. Yeah. Um. But then you have like a Montreal, you know, where yeah. it's like, Such a melting pot of different kinds of people, Mm -hmm. and people who have never been to Montreal before, I'd be like, "Oh, so they're like Frenchies? Like they they, like they don't they aren't able to put who what a Montrealer is in a box, and they try and they can't." Yeah, and I think in a way that's why it makes it like if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. But Mm -hmm. it's it's interesting because during the year, you have the comics who. Specifically only have like Montreal related jokes that like it works really, really well if you're from here, if you know Laval, this and that, but then take it anywhere else, no one knows what the fuck you're talking yeah. about. Um, but I, I'm curious, like, is that something you do you think Montreal's a good comedy audience, like in English? Or what's the difference versus when you go to the States or versus when I think you go anyone to- can like
0: comedy? I just think they have yeah. to relate. I think it's about relating to people on stage. And so yeah. and like just different forms of humor in the same way that like you know, you might have a, you might have like a, in the same way that I feel like you and I have like a very specific humor that I feel is very different from my dy- my dynamic with you and like mm-hmm. might be different from my dy- dynamic with you. Like comedy just changes. So I think, I don't know that they're, I, I think, I mean, like I said, I think Eva has proved that you can, you can make people come to comedy shows if you, if you make it like for them, like your mission statement with kickback was always the audience is the most important part of the show. So everything that she did, I'm just speaking for you right now. I'm just really your PR person, (laughs) everything you did, everything you said, she said it was for the audience. It was like, that was the priority. And I don't know that producers always think about the audience. No. I don't know. I think they think of the audience tickets. as a they barometer. Think about they think in tickets, not necessarily even money. They're thinking about how do I make comedians happy because I got to have a full room. Like that is really the goal. Let's get the room full. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, but just like in marketing, if you, you can get a full room, but are one you getting time. one time, but also are you getting the, are you getting a room full of? People cool. that are active buyers yeah. for what you're saying. Like, if
3: you're people selling, that a, actually care about like, if you're comedy, selling, like- yeah, if you're
0: selling, like, sunscreen and you get a bunch of people in the room, it's like, yeah, you could have a full room, but are those people like people who wanna buy sunscreen? Yeah. Like, it's also about the like the quality of the person that you're bringing. And Eva, I would watch her, every single person that walks through the door, she gives them a hug and she says, welcome. And it's like, there's a reason why they come back because they're the most important people at the event mm-hmm. and she will tell comics you're not allowed to do this because my audience doesn't like it and i yeah. want them to feel safe yeah. and i don't want anyone else and i don't and 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 then there's and then there's comics that don't agree with that because they want to yeah. do their art and they want to be free and and that's fine too and yeah. go do your free yeah. show the typical totally is yeah. like cool. if you
1: can't handle it get out of here that's yeah. usually the typical I'm, tone you know I'm pretty protective
0: versus, over the audience but it's but, but yeah. it's but Poor it's them, but look at like, what it look ha- look what what it's done you're able to you, like you you're able to sell out these uh, incredible shows, mm-hmm. and I think like a lot of the times, like even like a, like a, like Hannah Burn, I think she taps into a similar thing. Like she knows what her is like. Mm-hmm. I mean, there could be boys, obviously. Yeah. She knows but same what with like Giggly like. Squad. If you look at Giggly Squad, like Giggly Squad, they know who what their what their people like. Yeah. And that's what they do. Yeah. And they and they they don't try to be anything. And else. they don't try to be anything else. Yeah. And it's like to so please the other comics or whatever they, their no. definition. Yeah. Or. No. Because yeah. they're like, I don't care if you guys don't think that that's funny. Yeah. like. And I think even if you look at like when I was at Skankfest, like Legion of Skanks does the exact same thing. Like they know their fans. They fucking love their fans. That festival is a festival for fans. Like it is not a festival that you necessarily would go, I feel like, as a comic. And like you would, of course, connect with everybody. But like what they do for their fans mm-hmm. is like it, 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 it's, it feels like, I mean, I could be wrong, but it feels like it informs every everyone they book Everyone they do is like people that like are really like diehard fans and like wanna be there and like wanna just like love everything that everyone's doing there. And I would say like those are two completely like opposite, like Hannah Burton's cake is everything like on opposite yeah, yeah. But there's audiences for both. Yeah. And they're both and you can like you can do it. It's not, it's well, not. People have never sold
2: more arenas. Like there's definitely never been a bigger audience. I for just, I, I also feel like right now, it, I would say like for any, for anybody, I don't know if you guys saw that Ali Wong clip with Trevor Noah. I think I sent it to you guys where oh, yeah, 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 she's yeah. talking about a story where she was pregnant for the second time. And this like male comic came up to her and like touched her belly. And she was like, "How do you, you don't just touch someone's stomach. Yeah. Like even on a normal day, you don't yeah. touch someone's oh, stomach. And he looked at her and he went, so this is your shtick now. And she's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, you're a woman, you're a minority, you're pregnant. And she's like, yeah, because in history, that's just been the winning combo <laughs> yeah. to get gigs. Like that's just, and, and she's like, and it's always like, not for but it's like, love you, Matt, but it's always like a white guy. And she just, she turned around, she's like, he's like, no, no, sorry to go back. He says, you're so lucky. I'm just a white guy. That's all I am. And then she turns around and goes,
0: well then just be a better white guy. <laughs> yeah. Like just
2: be funny. The funnier there's white guy. Tons guys. of like, funny white guys coming up.
0: Like not for anything. There's a lot of funny ass white guys that are finding. Well, that's
2: it. what she was saying. She's like, I could be on the show for 35 days continuously naming amazing white male comics that I know and I work with. I could be on the show for 35 days straight, just name and name.
0: Yeah. It's but it's it's also about like if you're threat if if your whole thing is you feel like that you're not getting an opportunity because other people are getting over you. Like you're just not looking at it the right way. I don't think well, if I would have no relied... one's robbing opportunities from me. You're not guaranteed yeah. anything. Yeah. Just to work hard. The, the <laughs> idea that you're guaranteed anything already, you're off the, the wrong foot. Well, no, well,
2: it, we'll think about it. If, if any of us would have relied on being chosen, I don't think any of us would be where we are. If I would have relied on, on, I'm sorry. Finally, getting on one of Sid's weekend show, or even the Get Nest.
0: Up. No, but like
2: getting on any of these clubs' weekend show. If I solely relied, if I waited around and, and waited around and long, long complained, enough, yeah, I, yeah. I, mean, I, would, I
3: did bitch and
0: complain. I would
2: six years later be on maybe a Wednesday, unpaid if I'm lucky. Yeah, as, <laughs> as a woman in this comedy scene.
3: Yeah, well, that's the thing like, is, like, it's just you need to do something else. create the space. Don't. I think
0: is like yeah. the thesis of this is like create the space, find the people do it like do it for them like even like i would like look at Taylor Swift Taylor Swift's like whole thing is that her fans are everything to her and she does everything for her fans and it's like that makes sense to me like you're the people that are coming to they're the ones that are spending their money they're going out that are blocking off their day to come and spend time and sit and Watch you for an hour. Dude, when I used to produce Giggle Dump, I was like, who is coming to this show? Like, who is buying this? Sh-? Like, not that I didn't believe in my show, but it was just more like, wow, like, I would never do this. Yeah. Like, I would never go out. Like, now, of course, I would. Yeah. But, like, now, I-, I, like, yeah. I would never just go to a random, like, like, I don't go to, like, random... Like, like pop up shops or something. Maybe mm-hmm. I should start, but like I don't do that. So I'm like always yeah. impressed that people who like go out of their way to just go see like amateur stand up. Yeah,
3: well that's why I get so like, like kind of like nervous when like people when comics like attack the audience as like their form of crowd work. And it's like obviously if an audience member is being rude or like abrasive, and like you can kind of retaliate because it is like vulnerable to be on stage. And sometimes they just like to like
0: disrespect sh- you, like, disrespect yeah. you,
3: and you can stand your ground. But in general, like those people paid to be there, like be nice, you know, like just like treat them nicely. Like they're there to watch you. They you're, they're there for you to make them laugh, not go home and be upset. Like,
0: yeah. And and it's, and it's people are actively like, I think last episode, I can't remember now my brain's mush, but we were talking about indoctrination. We were talking about cults. I think people are searching for community. There's they're searching. We're so isolated. We were so isolated. They're searching for like, they're searching for, like, like finding their niche of people and just having, like, experiences collectively. I feel like
1: home. Like Yeah, mm-hmm, that yeah. feel like home.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I just think that that's, that's what you should try to do.
2: I think – I hope I'm doing it.
0: I mean, I'm not directly looking at you. I just looked at you when I said that. But it's <laughs> was
2: like, I think that's what
3: you think. specifically should do. And I'll be on do. the lineup if you'll have me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
2: But, I mean, I, I think – you know what um, has kind of, like – sucked not not sucked but it's been like very bittersweet though is that i remember when i started kickback i was so excited to like we just didn't have like before you guys started like seven years ago when i started we didn't it, the girls were mean oh were the girls mean oh and i promised myself i would never yeah, treat any of the new girls that way but mm-hmm. back in the day the montreal comedy scene was not like not a welcoming place. Mm. Not a well, you place, mean like
3: female comics, female comics, mm-hmm.
2: male comics, everyone against each other. Like it was just not a safe space for anyone mm-hmm. whatsoever. And and so you didn't really even know that there was a opportunity or a market for a thriving English market because mm-hmm. everything was so and and kind of still is controlled by the same mm-hmm. group of people. And yeah, there's there are, monopolies. Yeah. There's monopolies yeah. and there are gatekeepers, no matter yeah. where you are. And mm-hmm. you can fight and you can bitch and you can talk to your peers about it and you can mm-hmm. break your head about why you're not getting this one person Saturday. Or you can turn around and say, maybe this isn't my path. Mm-hmm. I don't need to fight for this. The internet is right fucking there with every hashtag I have access to. And if you have half a marketing brain, your audience is there. You just have to tap into it. But I also think it's yeah. important in any city, especially as Canadians, like not even speaking of being women. I'm talking about just being Canadian artists, whether you're a comic or a singer. Unfortunately, it is mostly up to you to make your own success. It is up for, to you to make your moves yeah. like big or small. So the people that kind of wait around to solely be plucked. And 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 they're like, no no no, I'll just wait, I'll just wait, and then someone yeah, will t- notice. my time. If I work hard enough, my
0: time will come. And it's like maybe twenty years ago, but, but you, right now, there's but a you might TikTok wait. And... You might wait a long time. You might wait a real there's long no time. No way. I,
2: w- I wouldn't. I don't think I would be where I am if I didn't create my own opportunity because my future and my career would have been dependent on who in this city, right. Good lord! Right, and no one's gonna care about you. I can't depend you. my life on those people. I don't know those fucking people. I'm yeah, like no one's gonna. No one's
0: gonna care about you as much as you care about yep. you, and no one's gonna get you your joke and your and why you're like everything as much as you. They prove So just you. yeah, you want to buy a book on the weekend, start a Saturday show. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely, I definitely think comedians, if they want more spots, should produce their own shows. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's. I mean, it's difficult, but I think it teaches you a lot and it's what you have to do eventually like is cultivate some yeah. kind of community, some kind of following if you really want to go far with it.
3: Yeah. Or in like, also if you don't have the means to produce like me, you can like, yeah. you can yeah, also here, just, I think like, social. you're like, well, I think like, it, you know? I think it's like also just like, I think it's hard in, in comedy to like not have an ego. I think a lot of people yeah. in the comedy scene have an ego and, and, Like, everyone has an ego. I'm I'm sure I have an ego, too. But it's more like being – like, showing up to your mics on time, being nice to the producer, doing a good set, and then going home. You'll get booked. Like, if you just – like, obviously, it's tougher. And I think, like, the reason that a lot of – there's a lot of, like, female animosity in the scene, especially – back then mm-hmm. is because genuinely like even though people be like oh it's a token spot like there's always one woman per show you're so lucky yeah but there's only one woman per show because they don't give a yeah. fuck about no. you actually they just want to fill that quota and so all the women are fighting for that one spot and so they get, there's animosity towards each other whereas the dudes are just chilling and so yeah there's now, more competition like, Yeah,
0: and then there's also not that many people so people are just being stretched like you know like it's like I need a female well I also need a female okay well like yeah. so then you, end, yeah you get a lot of stage time for sure granted yeah. but then you're also exactly you're the only feminine energy on yeah, the show and then it yeah. just like feels you have to like carry the, that like the
3: energy yeah. shifts and it's weird and you're breaking up a sausage fest and it, the energy yeah that's why I like i love that you guys have both started shows and there's more show there's so many more shows now like I, I used to rely on one producer and now i'm doing like so i don't even i'm not even like stretching to reach out to them for spots because i'm like well i'm doing the nest this weekend i'm doing i have a show this weekend i'm doing a corporate show i'm yeah. doing like there's so many shows now yeah and so it's many
0: people have, have decided they want to be independent producers because because then they can give their friends opportunities they can give themselves opportunities and they can build something that they like want to be on yeah and and then and it's also just about practice so Mm -hmm. like if you like if you don't have an ice rink build an ice rink
2: I think the English comedy community has always been there like I think that that market has has just been a sitting duck for years and I always saw Montreal as like a blank canvas when it went to, when it came to comedy, yeah. which is kind of why we came up with the kickback. I just, I think the issue is, is that there's not enough attention towards the quality of comedy shows that have been happening over the past couple years. So people really come to like point. a random Tuesday or something mm-hmm. like that, that they randomly get somewhere in montreal on a random yeah. day yeah and yeah. and then they're like oh well there's no scene and then they go to a french mic on a random tuesday and it's like the hypest amazing. thing ever it's amazing <laughs> yeah. it's yeah crowds are cheering it's yeah. wild and they're like oh, yeah is there a comedy scene in montreal is there something happening other than what like jf and for a long time that was true and then now in COVID, there was just this like rebirth of everyone being like well, fuck it, I gotta do something. Yeah, I'm new gonna... gen came
0: in yeah. We're, well, real hot. We came in, yeah. Um,
3: or practice your French and hit up the French clubs because they're great. I find the French, I find <laughs> the, the French, French clubs, clubs are incredible. And the French they're, so has been very I they're so good and very, I mean, Bordel is so nice. Bordel so is the nice. club in the city. I'm sorry, French comics, nicest people have ever nicest met Nicest people, so nice. Nicest
2: people. They, yeah. I did my first set in French once, I was so nervous. My French isn't perfect. They were cheering me on. They bought me shots. They told me to do it again in English when I was done because they, like, wanted to hear the story. And I was like, ba, 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 ba. like yeah. I'm fucking French now. This is
3: amazing. Dude, and they're I, so welcoming.
2: And I find sometimes I on the English side, we're just like, who are you?
0: Well, <laughs> St- because, we we can, well because we compete with, like, Ameri- Like a lot of the comedy fans are, like, with the traditional fans we're talking about, fans that have, like, liked comedy, enjoy stand-up comedy, are, like, big tra- like fans of traditional stand-up. And so they come and they expect, like, n- like, something. They expect the same level that they did when they went to the store one time or when they went to the seller yeah. one time. And then they're like, wait, but it's not like they're here. OK, well, no scene. Anyway.
3: What do
1: you think, we, Ariane? Yeah, think, and then we'll wrap up. No, I think it's like create your own path. But I think it's interesting because in comedians, because you guys have mics, you, you always say, oh, the, this is hard. It's hard for me in any fucking job or yeah. industry or anything. It's like you got to be flexible about the role you're given and make it your dream job. Like make it what you want it to be because it's not going to happen for itself. And I think any creative path, you you can believe that there's a path. But if you're too stuck up on that, you're going to miss so many opportunities to just go for it. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you wait, like if you wait for shit to happen, you'll probably just If you think there's only
2: one way of doing it. Yep. Like, that's going to be so draining. Yeah. I always thought it was insane to rely on someone else to, like, make your career fully. Like, that always gave me the most anxiety ever. I was like, I can't. Yeah. But maybe because I got fired from so many jobs in my life, <laughs> really? well, like, is, you're I like, can't rely on
3: you. Yeah, you're like this is a job me. I can't
0: get fired from. Yeah, <laughs> I can't that, fire honestly, real perk. Um, this has been <laughs> so much fun, all three of you. We did it. Four episodes. Great job. We did it. This was like, thank you for doing this, and I'm grateful for each and every one of we you. And you. I can't thank wait to you. see where we are. Congrats
1: on the park in a year. Yeah. Thank you
0: so much.
3: Bye. Okay, bye. okay, I gotta go
1: pay for my parking. Okay, I gotta
0: go walk <laughs> I gotta pay for my parking. <laughs>